Hello everyone, I'm Claire Mulman here. Our website is cwowi.eu, stands for Church Without Walls International. We are part of a uh, worldwide network of house churches. We are doing church in the homes, just like they did in the whole of the New Testament, in the book of Acts. Every letter you read was written to the people who were doing a church in the homes and the apostles visiting people in their homes. So if you are interested in it, go to our website or go to another website, cwowi.org. But today I want to talk to you about being disqualified and qualified being disqualified. I want to talk a little bit about trust because there is a scripture and you might think I never understood what it means. And that is in 1 Corinthians 9, 27, where Paul says, I discipline my body and bring it into subjection lest when I've preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. And then you think, disqualified, what does it mean? Uh, does it mean that Paul says, I can go to hell? Is Has it something to do uh, with salvation, heaven or hell issue? But no, but when you read the context, when you go back to, to chapter 9 and you read the whole chapter, uh, Paul is talking about his ministry, about how he was chosen by the Lord uh, to preach the gospel. And he says um, that I've made myself a servant to all, that I might win the more. So that is the context about uh, the being effective in ministry to others. And then when you read 24, it says there's also the context, of course. He says, do you not know that those who run in a race run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. Uh, and everyone who competes for the prize is tempered in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Therefore, I run thus, not with uncertainty, and thus I fight, not as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body. I, I bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself become disqualified. And to become disqualified, of course, you need to be qualified to begin with. And there's always in our lives a qualification process. It's one thing to get qualified. It's another thing to stay qualified. A study says that 75% of the leaders in the Bible, <coughs> I'm sorry, did not finish in the will of God. Only 25 finished strong. And there were moral issues, uh, issues with uh, money, issues with power and whatever. You see that nowadays. Uh, when you look around, you you see that too. For instance, well, there are people who finished right, who finished strong and in the will of God. Samuel, the prophet Samuel says in his first Samuel 12, that he had not cheated or oppressed people or taken anything from the people, and he was one that finished strong. But Saul, on the other hand, he got off track. There was inconsistency in his life, instability, disobedience, jealousy, disregard for the will of God, he was qualified, but he became disqualified. Paul says to Timothy in 2 Timothy uh, chapter 2, verse 20, In a great house there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor or disgrace or shame. So it's about what kind of vessel are we going to be? Is it God who chooses what kind of vessel we are? Or is it up to us? What kind of vessel do you want to be? Do you want to be glory to God or dishonor? The choice is ours and the choice is mine. And then verse 21, it says, Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the letter, you can read the context, he will be a vessel for honor. That means that it has value in the eyes of the beholder. You will be sanctified and useful for the master and prepared for every good work.
When you look at the word disqualified and how it was used uh, in that time, in the time of the Bible, it was used of metals. Metals were put under the fire, and you call it a refining process, to get rid of the impurity. And if the metal was not cleansed well, if it still had some impurities, the coins they would make from that metal, they were disqualified. They were not the quality they needed. And the coins could not be put into circulation. There are other scriptures that talk about this refining process. Uh, Isaiah mentioned in his first chapter, your silver has become dross. It has, has become, it was pure, but it has become dross. There are some impurities in it. And, and in uh, Jeremiah 6.30, it also talks about that people call them rejected silver. Rejected silver. So again, disqualified talks about metals or silver who were put under the fire to get rid of the impurity. And if the metal was not cleansed well, if it still had some impurities, the coins they would make from the metal could were disqualified. They, uh, they, um, could, the coins could not be put into circulation. There is a saying, trust is the currency of ministry. And that is an important saying. Trust <coughs> is the currency of ministry. And uh, you know what a currency is. It's a means, a medium of exchange, of giving and receiving. Here in Europe, you find the euro. In the States, it's the dollar and so on and so on. And in, when it says trust is the currency of ministry, meaning we give and receive by trust. So in ministry, we, we minister based on trust. And then you might say, well, no, I'm not in ministry. I just have a full-time job or I'm a housewife or whatever. But we are all in ministry. Christ lives in you, right? You are a holy vessel. You are a priest. People can come to you. They see your lives. We are all in ministry. And you can, can serve other people based on trust. They receive from you when they trust you. They receive from a minister, from a preacher when they trust them. And if they don't trust them, if they don't trust you, people will not receive from you. And also the minister cannot give out or you cannot give out when there is no trust. So it's giving and receiving by trust. And Paul wanted to be sure that he could be still could be in circulation, that he was qualified, that he could go and people could receive from him, and that he could share and minister to others because there was trust. Uh, another word for disqualified, disqualified, other translation says rejected, rejected silver or a cast away. Um, in Second Corinthians 6, if you go there, verse 3 and 4, Paul says here in Corinthians, we give no offense in anything that our ministry may not be blamed. Again, he is very uh, uh, conscious about how he lives his life and how he, he handles his ministry, that he will not give offense in anything, but so that his ministry will not be blamed. And I know sometimes people get, offend, uh, get offended at you because even if you do uh, everything right, if you haven't done anything wrong, and that's not your problem, but it's often, oftentimes it could be their problem, something in their heart. And then Paul says, but in all things we commend ourselves as ministry of God. That's what you have to remember. You are a holy vessel. Christ lives in you. So when you give out to other people, it must be from a pure heart. It must be... Uh, Qualified. There's a qualification process, right? But it's up to us to qualify ourselves. It says, Father, please check my heart. Like David uh, uh, prayed in, where is it? Psalm 26. Let me go there. 
It says, examine me, O Lord. He said, examine me, Lord. Prove me or try me or refine me. Try and refine my mind and my heart for your loving kindness is before my eyes. And I have walked in your truth. So he's also examining his whole, his, his own life, own life, right? But he also asked Lord, please, Lord, uh, try me too, refine me too, because that is important. Sometimes there are things in our lives that we don't know. But when the Lord brings it up, when that impurity comes to the surface, take it out and ask the Father to cleanse you, and you will be a vessel of honor. Again, Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 21, in the New Living Translations, I like that. It says, if you keep yourself pure, you will be a special utensil for honorable use. Your life will be clean, and you will be ready for the Master to use you for every good work. That's my prayer for myself and also for you. Hope to see you next time. Bye-bye.